You rowdy people are probably curious where season three is this year. Well, the same thing happened to it that happened to everything else in 2020. A Sharknado. No, it was actually the coronavirus, believe it or not. However, fear not, gentlefolk. We will begin releasing Season 3 sometime next month, in August of 2020. There might only be half of a season for this year. We're still working out the details. But, until Season 3 begins releasing, we've decided to put some of our Patreon content on our main channel to hold you over. The first of these things is our Tin Candles episode, and I'm personally very proud of it. Oh yeah, hi. It's me, Colin. However, it's a real pooky episode, so put the kids to bed. Or... If your kids are braver than you, have them put you to bed. Hi everyone, and welcome. Colin here. I'm uh, GMing this little one-shot adventure that we've done. It is a tragic horror, and a bit of a warning at the front. That's right, the warning's so nice, I'm giving it twice. Although the first time is in the episode, and this is actually like a prequel to that first one. That's right, folks, it is a trigger warning. If you have any issue with blood, gut, score, any of that, this probably isn't the episode for you. But if you do not, I really hope you give it a listen because it was a ton of fun to do. We do this game in the Tin Candles format. If you are at all familiar with the Tin Candles format, enjoy. There is a bit of setup on the front end because we make our characters um, live and in person uh, just right here in the episode, although it was pre-recorded. If you are familiar with Ten Candles and you would like to skip those bits, I do the intro at six minutes in, and then the story begins at around 19 minutes in. So if you would like to skip those, that's fine, and that's also why I'm reiterating that trigger warning oh, three times, look at that, right here at the front end. Uh, today we'll be playing Ten Candles, which is a different type of thing than D&D. It's still tabletop role-playing, but it's a horror... Um, tragic horror. Tragic horror. Thank mm -hmm. you, Micah. So it is a tragic horror game. We all will die at the end of it. That is no surprise. Uh, We're not we still are... talking about the, the pandemic, are we? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I gotta go wash my hands. <laughs> yeah. this, is, uh, this is just like a real-life simulator at this point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will say, reading the first couple pages yeah. gave me a little bit of anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this sounds like not too far off right. uh, in the future mm -hmm. of our actual... This is more like speculative fiction at this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like the best type of lie is based in truth, so mm -hmm. that's what we're doing now. <laughs> uh, so right now, joining us today is me as the GM of the uh, Ten Candles uh, role-playing adventure. Uh, What's yeah. your name? Colin, I'm Colin, Colin Allen. Hi, my name is Colin. Uh, I am doing the GM role. Uh, Micah to my left is going to be playing a character. Andrew is with me, and so is Taylor. I'm here too. Yeah, and the reason we're not introducing our characters now is because that will actually be a part of the process, as we will be creating our characters as the narrative is unfolding, so and then cool. we will begin the game. Yes. So really super freaking excited about this, and... Yeah. Could I do a quick trigger warning? Yeah. Just oh, for yeah, other people definitely. who are, uh, I mean, A, there's it's horror, so there's yep. probably going to be a lot of gruesome yep. stuff. As yeah. a tragic horror, you can anticipate yeah. this to be very gruesome. Yeah. It yeah. kind of think uh, uh, Lovecraftian. Yeah. yeah. So, so, get pretty, yeah. pretty dark. And um, also, just if you're really anxious about the pandemic, as I am, uh, 
yeah, this is like hard material, but view this more as an exercise of healthy escapism going mm -hmm. into some dark reality that is different from the one you're experiencing now. And that's the mindset I've put myself at. You don't have to, if you want to turn this off, that's totally okay. Yeah. But that's where I'm putting myself and uh, to enjoy uh, what Colin has prepared for us. Thank you. Yeah, yeah and things absolutely. Are... And it will be a much like it's going to be an actual like a thing. It's not going to be anything. We're not going to even try to relate it to the virus or anything like that. Things are going to uh, be that's great crazy. to mention. <laughs> Crazier than reality, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> All right. First step: character creation. Right now, everyone has index cards in front of them, along with sharpies that they will be using to write with. The reason we're using Sharpies is because it's easier to see in the candlelight. As soon as we get the game started, we the only light source in the room will be the candles and the laptop because we're recording this. So the way that tin candles works is we are sitting around a table. The only light in the room are the tin candles that we have in front of us. If a candle goes out for any reason whatsoever, it cannot be relit, and we then move on to the next scene. Right now, we are writing traits. It's best to keep it general. Don't write anything like too super specific, but take one of your cards and in the top right-hand corner, write virtue. And then in a second card, write vice in the same spot on that second card. So the first thing you'll do is write down a virtue, something like uh, I'm strong or I'm intelligent or I'm brave or something like that. So just, uh, just but just write the word uh, hmm. that you think of. Awesome. Everybody done? Uh, yeah. Awesome. I, now, oh, go ahead. I, uh, for my virtue, I wrote loyal. Would that be a, a valid virtue, you think? Yeah. Um, I fucked up my well. first card. He already, <laughs> Taylor oh, has you... already written his virtue on his vice one. Oh, Oops. that's that's funny. <laughs> nope. Uh, confidence is your vice, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I because... did it confidently. Yeah. So <laughs> fuck okay, well, yeah, so you have yeah, some so misplaced confidence. Yes. Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, my virtue um, is I am cunning. Okay. And Taylor, you have confidence? I have confident. Okay. Yes. So now <laughs> Very pass, vague. pass your virtue to the player on your right. Oh, Bam. damn. Player. Go. Yeah. Thank you. Ooh, loyal. Now, Interesting. vice. This is something your character is ashamed of. Something like... Um, uh, something like confident or, uh, or <laughs> burn. You just got no. burned. You'll burn. No, 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 no. Oh uh, my god! I'll burn this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So or arsonist. That uh, probably it. a little bit too specific, but that's yeah. Keep just something. Uh, just like with the uh, with the virtue, cause more problems than general. resolutions. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Cool. Everybody got one down. Yes. What you got? Cool. I wrote my vice is cowardly. Um, I wrote mine as mistrust. So uh -huh. every person they come across, they pretty much mistrust them. Okay, so mistrustful, maybe? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Uh, I wrote greedy. Nice. Cool. Now take your vice and pass it to the player to your left. Now will somebody please do the honors of lighting three candles? Andrew? I am going to be introducing the setting. You are all the last surviving members of a hunting expedition. Three days ago, so far as you can tell, your hunting party fled from a roving band of ice giants and took refuge inside of a cave. A cave you are still inside. 
the giants themselves didn't fit inside the entrance, but out of pure frustration and malice, they sealed your only known exit. The caverns you find yourselves in are a vast maze of tunnels, and you have long since lost your way. There is a chance that the giants are not only gone, but also did not seal the entrance well. This would be a comfort if any of you had any idea where you might be. Instead, it's no more than the wishful thoughts of desperate people. Your numbers have diminished since entering the cave system. There used to be nine of you total, and there are now only four left. One man by the name of Torsten has managed to make it back to your group after being lost for some time. It certainly felt longer than a day, but it's hard to tell beneath the surface. He reported hearing odd animalistic sounds in the darkness. He even thought he saw a fast-moving shadow at the edge of his torchlight before it went out. Torsten can't be sure, but he said that it seemed to fear the light. He really doesn't want to risk going back in that same direction, but he also said he heard running water farther in. This is good news because not only are you running out of your own water supply, but this might just lead to a way out. Your world is complete darkness except for the few torches you have left. None of you were prepared for this when you left your village. You should have been enjoying the comfort of your own homes by now. But at least your choices are simple. One, attempt to find your way back to the original entrance, or two, Brave your way down the tunnels that Torsten came from to try to find this water source. You all are in Varahim. You all are Varakins. <gasps> oh, my God. What? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's blowing my mind right now. Like, everything I had expected for tonight yeah. just completely changed. Yeah. That's awesome, Colin. That is very nice. cool. Awesome. I'm glad you guys like it. That's, yeah, that's a great... Now we create concepts. All three of you will take a third index card and you will write in the top right hand corner concept. So starting on the left, running down the card, you'll write name, look, and concept. You'll write your name. You will briefly describe what you look like at a quick glance. And the concept is a few words. Who are you? What are you? What do you do? What do you like? Just a few little words here and there. I now have too many ideas like running <laughs> through my brain. I'm like, just pick one, man. All right. Everybody good? Yes. Great. So now we're going to plan moments. So on your fourth index card, a moment should be something that is reasonable to achieve. So when, and when you, when you accomplish this moment, you get something called a hope die, which that is something that you yourself add to your dice roll. And instead of just succeeding on a six, it succeeds on a five or a six. And if you roll a one, you do not lose this hope die. If your moment says, if I see a ray of light, if narratively, if we start to see a ray of light somewhere for any reason, you can burn your moment if it's on, if it's on top. And if you succeed in your dice roll uh, to see the light, then you get your hope die. If not, then it fails like any other role. Mm -hmm. And is so. this something that's going to be known to everybody? Moments can be. Those are, yeah. there's only, yeah. Can, yeah can we keep ours secret then or? You can. Yeah, absolutely. 
Okay. So yeah, you can keep your secret. Just keep it, keep it general, keep it achievable. Like yeah. something like you don't want to be like, yeah, whenever a plane flies overhead, I'm gonna, it's like, well, we're in a cave, so that's not going to happen. So and there's no planes. Yeah, yeah. So like, it could it could even be something as simple as like when we find the water source, I'll you know I'll I'll have hope. Uh, so something that gives you hope. And so the, the I believe the first sentence is I will have hope when dot dot dot. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I forgot to write that down. I'm sorry. So yeah, everybody write. I will I will have hope when I will find hope. Yeah, I will find hope when ellipses, and then, yeah. So now will someone please light three more candles? Time she is a ticking. That's the other thing. We're using tea light candles. Yeah, and last so, time we didn't. No, that's brilliant, because using tea light candles, they have a limited amount of time um, that they will burn. Yeah. And so... The longer time we take. That's what it suggests you yeah. think as well. Yeah. Uh, okay. So now you will take your last card. This is a Brink. So B-R-I-N-K uh, and then S if you want to put Brinks. <laughs> uh, a Brink does not describe who your character is. Instead, it describes what your character is capable of. To create a Brink, everyone should take their index cards and write, I've seen you ellipses, not you, Taylor. Uh, on the top, and then write the brink of your choice. No, don't write that. I'm not going to write that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> when everyone is done, you will be you will be passing that brink to the player on your left. Do not announce what you have written or what you have seen on your card to the group yet. You can say what you know if it comes out narratively, but starting the game, you should only know what your brink and the brink of the player to the left of you is. The player to my right, which it happens to be Taylor, has a unique responsibility. Instead, Taylor, you will write on your card, I have seen them ellipses, and describe something you have seen the mysterious monsters do, and I will write something for the player on my left, which is Micah, and I will say they have seen you ellipses and write something that you have done. Uh, Taylor, your only limit is that whatever brink you describe must be a strength or power not an identity or weakness. Normally, identity is included in something that you will do, but narrative purposes, I'm not doing it that way. So it must be a strength or power. It cannot be a weakness or identity. And please, for narrative purposes, keep it extremely general and vague. <laughs> so, and then I will take my index card and do the same thing. So what I just wrote is what I have seen the person to my left do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's something my character knows about Taylor's character. That right. is correct. Taylor, you and I are the only ones that know that. I've seen you do that as right. my character. And, and, and what I gave you, you and I yeah. are the only ones who know that you've done that. Yeah, and those the brinks can come out narratively, and it's between the two people who know the brink to discuss whether or not they know that the other person knows. So, like, Taylor, you don't know that Andrew knows that. Oh. Unless and you know vice versa. Unless so. he tells you or brings it up yeah. or you right. guys agree to it. Gotcha. <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah, so that would leave like Andrew, your character could confront Taylor's character about the brink that you wrote. Okay. And something cool. like that. Yeah. Uh obviously yeah, you don't have to. Now that we have our brinks, please light three more candles. <gasps> That's me. I'll do it. So now we will arrange your stacks. Set aside your concept card as that is just for your personal reference. Also set aside your brink card because that will go at the bottom of your stack. 
And I am going to have you all randomly arrange uh, the three remaining cards and put them on top of your brink. Randomly? Randomly. Do you yes. want us to maybe pass to each other and they can randomly? Oh, yeah. We can do that. Yeah, let's do that. Let's pass it once and just randomly. And if more than one person ends up with a moment on top, then I will just ask you guys to figure out which one of you would like to just put your moment on the bottom, uh, like underneath this stuff instead. There will be moments where you can try to regain the narrative by burning a card in a tea light and putting it in that bowl in the center there. Now, there's already papers in there. There are, which brings us to our next and final setup. Inventory supplies. Normally, this would be whatever you as players have in your pocket, but we are in Verahim, so I doubt that they had cell phones and uh, AK-47. Damn it! I Cough wore. Drops. I I literally brought my pocket knife tonight. I what always, did I? What did I tell I you, always, Taylor? He I said always you'd do that. And normally, normally I have a pocket knife in my back pocket, but uh -huh. I specifically put it in my back pocket. Like, oh, this is this is great. I'm glad I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a so, bitch. And yeah, I thought no, about it too. Yeah. Yeah. And I I told Taylor. I was like, I know Micah, and I know he's going to fill his pockets with stuff that would be useful in an adventure. Well, see, I didn't, I didn't fill with useful things, but yeah. I definitely did put my pocket knife in there That's thinking awesome. that, yeah. That's really funny. Okay, so uh, everyone roll a d6 for me real quick. Six. One. Two. Okay. Uh, I succeeded. Yeah, you did. So starting with Taylor and going clockwise, you will draw one piece of paper from the bowl, and that is an item that you have on you. Uh, so Micah, go ahead. Can we show each other? Or are we not supposed that's to That's up to you. If you want to show what you have, then that's fine. How did I get this in my pocket? All right. Well, it's just like what you have on you. Okay. Is, yeah, this is just kind of like what you have on you. Ink and small sack. Nice. Stack of poetry. Nice. Oh, that nice. was one of the ones suggested by one of our patrons. Oh, cool. Yeah. Thanks, nice. patrons. I have a bone necklace. That's Ooh. another one that was suggested by a patron. Yeah. Nice. I have a blanket. Cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very practical. That was, that was me. <laughs> uh, all right, so Taylor, keep going. Yeah. Uh, I think you will all end up with three sheets of paper. Coming right up. Baby, next on the list, a sack of dried meat. Nice. Oh, I'm going to eat. That is our third and final option list uh, suggested by our patrons. Nice. So, Thank you, patrons. Yeah, so you all have one. That's, that's cool. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Thanks for the meat. <laughs> uh, I have a small carving of a boar, a small wood carving of a boar. Mm. Nice. Oh, are you sure it doesn't say bear? Oh, it does say bear. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah. I just drew a torch that lasts for six hours. Holy shit. That's great. I got a good, good torch. Yeah. How long do ours last? <laughs> I didn't know, so I just put six hours because I figured I felt like, okay, that's like a quarter of a uh, of like a day. Yeah. So it's like. Right, easy enough to keep up with. Divided by six. Yeah, My next item is fifty feet of hemp rope. All right, what did I get? Two torches that last six hours each. Wow, <laughs> that's twice as good as mine. <laughs> that's a dilemma for the PCs. Yeah. All right, and Andrew, you should be drawing the last uh, item. Is that correct? There's one more in there. Oh, is there? Uh -huh. All right, well, lucky Taylor. Yeah. Uh -huh. he, he rolled, he Taylor rolled six, highest. Yeah. So. I, I have a half skin of water. <laughs> I thought nice. it was going to be wine for or, yeah, sure. I, sorry, that, that should have been a half full skin of water. Uh, I think it's half empty. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no, technically, it's all well, full. Technically, it's, it's the game for it is a full. Sure. It is a full half skin. <laughs> there's, there's a lot more than one in oh. here. Oh, never mind. You all get four then. I, yeah, I thought I'd... <laughs> run, uh, yeah. 
My next item. Unless these were given by is them. Flint and Steel. Ooh, mm. nice. Who are they? Hmm. The next friends with hit you? rock band. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Flint. Get it? All right. <laughs> From I, Black Sails. No. Nice. Oh. I have a bone knife. Oh, oh great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very fitting that I brought yeah. my hey, pocket knife. Hey, you got yeah. a knife. <laughs> oh, sick. There oh, you go. I know what. Yeah, okay. Well, now I remember is it, what else is I it a knife for bones or is it a knife made of bones? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Made of bones, for sure. It it's was not a, for bones? No. Okay. It was a knife made by bones <laughs> reanimated. <laughs> made got by, it from bone. Made by me bones made bones. that? He had to go to Bone Town for it. <laughs> oh. I got a spear. Yeah. Nice. A hunting nice. spear. Yes. Uh, All right, cool. Is that no it? left. I like awesome. what I got. Do I get the bowl? Uh no. Uh, <laughs> so far this is pretty fun. Yes, awesome. this is great. We haven't even started. I know. You are all now in the process of making the decision to refine the entrance or to find the water source. One thing you are all in agreement on is that you must leave something behind as a record you were once here. There is a smooth, flat wall in the area you are in and you have just enough chalk left to write whatever you wish. Whether it be warnings words for a hopeful rescue or a final goodbye to whomever may find this one day it is up for you to decide this will be cut out and put only at the end of the episode Ooh. okay oh shoot before we jump in everybody go over the characters real quick okay so my character's name is silk my look is tall, lanky, brown curly hair, and pale. My concept, I am the, the village trap maker and setter. I'm a human. Um, I also am uh, learning and uh, kind of the understudy t- for poisons and potions. So kind of like an alchemist of sorts. Okay. What are your, every, your v- virtue, vice, uh, and moment if you're willing to share it? Yep. Uh, so... Virtue, I am cunning. My vice is I'm greedy. And my moment, I will find hope when we kill one of the monsters. Okay. Andrew? Nice. Um, My character's name is Tark. I have long braided white hair and a goatee that goes all the way down to my knees in the front. I am pretty weather-worn as I am a former soldier um, my wife died recently, and I became a hunter to cope with the loss. Oh, cool. Um, my virtue is that I am confident, but my vice is that I am cowardly, which is very oh. interesting for a former soldier. Yeah. Um, you don't have to share your moment if you don't want to. I know and I think, I think I'm going to keep my yeah. moment. That cool. way yeah. it's not like a self-fulfilling prophecy because yeah. I kind of cool. I like where it's at. Cool. Nice. Um, I'm probably going to share mine because I want to be aware of it Yeah, because it's basically yours as well. Oh, really? Yeah. I wrote, well, my, all right. So my name is Van. Mm-hmm. I'm a medium build, athletic, long blonde braids. I'm a tanner back in the village, mm-hmm. tanning pelts and, and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm out here getting more pelts, right. stuff like that. And, uh, I I wrote down that I have good stamina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my virtue is you're I'm, an anime main character, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm a I'm a uh, Naruto. 
I'm a Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> um, my virtue is loyal. I'm very loyal. To what or who? I don't know. My vice is I'm mistrustful. And then my uh, my moment is I will find hope when I see one of them become injured or dead. Mm. So it's a little, little more vague. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Awesome. Basically the same. So, and I should mention as well, this is a collaborative story, storytelling effort. None of us are trying to stay alive or get one up on the other. The reason that we roll is for con- conflict resolution. If one or more of us have uh, have an idea about what we want to happen next, that the person who uh, introduces the conflict will be the one to roll the dice. And if they succeed, they have narrative control. If they do not, the narrative control is relinquished to me, and you lose a dice and we darken a candle. Done. If you wanted it to be 10 of us, though. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I could play like three more people. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like 10. Yeah, for it's the 10, 10 candles. candles oh. yeah. All right. Are you all ready? Yes. All right, everyone, close your eyes. Get in a scary mood. <gasps> You've been inside of this cave for what you think is three days in near total darkness. You are conserving supplies. Everyone's in a very high stress situation, which shouldn't be too hard to emulate at this moment. (laughs) The four of you find yourself in this room. You've just got done recording what could potentially be your final thoughts. And you have a decision to make. Are you going to try to make it back to the entrance of the cave? Or are you going to go down the passage that Torsten came from and tried to find the source of water he had mentioned. Guys, I, I'm i sorry, but if we don't go towards the water, towards the potential way out, we are fools. I'm going to have to agree. We need to at least ensure our survival, and then we can look for a way out. We do not have any tools to move the rocks at the entrance, yeah. I think following the river is our best bet at finding a way out of here. I, I do want to mention that I just... Uh, uh, that creature that I saw was... It, it filled me with a terror. I do not know if I wish to go down that passage again. Torsten, shadows move. We've been in here for three days. We are low on supplies. It is okay if you... I believe you saw something. A, a creature, though, I don't... Possibly, at worst, a, a moving snake or something. I don't think uh, we're getting out the entrance way either. I, maybe maybe if we split up, would you... Would one of you be willing to, to spare a torch? And I will find the entrance. I, uh... Bust, buddy, I, I really think that uh, we should not split up. And we should go towards the water. I think groups are better. Agreed. Then I will. I will follow the hunt master. I will follow you. You can uh, stay in the middle of us as we move, uh, if you are frightened. I. It shames me to admit it, but. Yes. Yes, I will stay in the middle. All right. Well then. I'll take the rear. I will go first. And I'll stand with you, Torsten. Thank you. Okay, 
So you all begin heading down the passage that Torsten has just come from. The caves are, for the most part, fairly large for a cave system. Uh, the tunnels themselves uh, usually get to be a little narrow, but most of the time you don't have to duck, you don't have to squeeze. You, uh, a normal human shape will fit through most of these tunnels. Uh, they do not look intelligently crafted, however. They are just like, you know, slabs of rock sitting at angles. It just happens to be larger openings. You get through the first tunnel and enter into a smaller room, but one where you can you can almost smell uh, water source. You can't hear anything yet, but you can. Uh, it's starting to smell a little bit more like water around. In the corner of the room, you can hear just a faint scratching noise. Sounds like uh, maybe just like a little tiny claw on a rock. Are we? Are we? Uh feeling our way through the tunnels right now? That's a good question. Do you have your torches lit? I imagine that uh, Tark would have lit his torch before going down the tunnel. Okay. Okay. So Tark has a torch lit and Tark is in the lead. Yep. So you can see let's just say you can see clearly within a 20 foot radius and beyond that you can see dimly up to 40 feet. And since I'm the one with flint and steel, I'm lighting them for you. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Ooh, I like that imagery of yeah. it's all dark until. Oh, that is mm-hmm. so sick. Yeah, you get yeah. those sparks. As you light Tark's uh, uh, fire. Anybody else have a torch? Uh, yeah, I have one. Would you mind? Uh, well, let's wait until uh, we only have a limited amount. Let's wait until this one burns out and then light Good it. Good point. Last time I used a torch like this, it lasted about six hours, so we should hopefully be good if this waterway leads us out. It's quite a good estimate. Mm-hmm. Smart man. So oh. you see, since you have your torch lit, uh, in the corner where you've heard the scratching sound, there is a rat, just like a large mouse, small rat, you know the deal. And it is not only clawing at what it's gnawing on, but you can tell that it's a human finger bone with just a little bit of flesh still attached to it. Uh, When was the last time we ate? You still have supplies, so you are on on short rations, but the small amount of dried meat in that pouch is the last bit of rations that you have. That no one knows about but me? uh, Oh, yeah, so never mind. Well, <laughs> so I guess I didn't know you didn't share that. Well, uh, I, I told the listeners, but... We can okay. all smell it. Okay. So, <laughs> so basically, you have been on short rations. You are now, presumably, you are out of food as far as you know, but you have you are hungry, not starving. Okay. Guys, um, I don't know what the hell that thing's chewing on, but... I mean, I hate to say it, but that might be our next meal right there. Yeah, anything to help. Torsten, it seems as if your creature is just a small furry one. No, this is this is not the creature I saw. This is this is tiny, this is small. You think I would be you know me, I'm Torsten. You think I would be scared of a rat? Well, these are we have been trapped in these caves for a while. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I would say the circumstances are a little bit Odd. I mean, what's the worst it can do? And as I kind of like get my torch closer, I I do now see the uh, finger it's gnawing on, right? 
Mm-hmm. And I go, um, oh, uh, guys, there is a, I think we found one of our party members, at least a piece of them. While they're doing that, I want to use my bone knife and try and throw it at the rat to, like, kill the rat. Okay, yeah, give me a uh, conflict roll. Okay. Can you remind me what to do here? So roll all ten dice. If you roll a six, then you win narrative control. If you roll any ones, you set those to the side, and everyone else will set the same amount of number or same amount of dice aside, and you only get the new amount of dice to roll until the scene ends. Oh, we all and, do it? No. Um, no, no. He, we all each have our own dice right now because of the quarantine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Normally, right. we'd only have one set of yes. 10 dice. Why am I rolling 10 dice right now? Uh, well, you roll as many dice as there are candles. Got it. So, All right, here we go. All right, well, there's one six, so I succeed. Do you have any ones? Yeah. There is one one. Okay, so everyone set one dice aside. Okay, so what do you want to happen? You You describe. All right, so I, um, while they're discussing um, the lives of the other six people in this cave, I pull out my bone knife and I throw it up in the air and I catch it by the the blade and I fling it towards the the rat and it pegs it against the wall. It squeals and then and then dies. lets the ghost. Ah, nice. Tars, Tars legitimately like squ- like he almost squeals as as loud as the mouse like he he gets freaked out because <laughs> he was like looking closer and closer and you see some sweat form on his eyebrows and say ah a little bit of warning silk <laughs> well uh, too much warning and we would have lost our lunch hey great shot thanks oh. I, I'll be honest I did not expect that to happen so pretty cool. I could have just gotten it with this, and I, like, pull out my spear. <laughs> well, yeah, but I would have looked as cool right there. True enough. So, yeah, I, I pick up the rat, and, um, um, well, and then I hold it over the uh, torch. Maybe skin it first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hand the, the rat to the tanner. With Man. your knife, I guess. Yeah. Fine. You can't do it yourself. <laughs> Guys, it was eating a finger, though. Eating it would be kind of like... No, no, no. It's cool. It's okay, Eating look. one of our friends, though. Here, let me just get rid of its stomach. Can I investigate the... Oh, oh. gross. Yeah, see, this is fine. We can eat the meat. That's... Yes, I'm hungry. Are you not hungry? Uh, I am very hungry, yes. All right, so very it's hungry. done. Here you go. Definitely. I am very concerned, though, about this finger. A rat would not be able to rip a finger off of one of our hunting party, right? Well, I'm telling you, there's something here. I am coming around to this a little bit more. Um, do I, uh, upon closer investigation of the finger, could I maybe tell of whom it came from? Like one of the stronger ones or one of the weaker ones, like just based on the size of the mm-hmm. finger? Roll a conflict dice, and then you decide. Or uh, maybe I will decide. Just one die? Uh, no, uh, all but the all one. nine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So just nine of them. All right. Um, Did you get a six? Fuck. Did not get a six, and I got two ones. Okay. Because you didn't get a six, that's the end of the scene. Could we do anything right now to continue? If you wished, you could decide to burn the trait at the top of your stack, 
and you would be able to re-roll any ones that you rolled. I will go ahead and do that actually. Okay. Cool. Uh, because... oh, oh, and you have to you have to add whatever trait that is. You have to add that into whatever whatever narrative you come up with. Right. Uh, if you if you succeed at your roll. Okay. So Got or it. I will add it in if you fail. Okay. So I am currently taking the top card off of the three, my virtue, vice, and moment, and it is my vice, cowardly. Okay. And I'm going to set it on fire. Yep. You set it on fire and place it in the bowl. This is so crazy. It's yeah. currently burning. Let it and engulf a little bit. Yeah, get it yeah. really good and hot. Oh, this is so cool. Oh, that yeah. looks awesome. What's what's great about this scene, especially burning them, is it gives us a flash of more light. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so we yeah, But then it, it takes us back to darkness before Yeah. Almost it seems like more darkness than was there before. Um we still have to extinguish a candle. Not yet. No, not yet. He not gets yet. to re-roll oh, okay. two ones. Yeah. And hopefully one of those ones is a six. Yeah, if it is a six, then you don't. By the way, for the listeners, yeah. we are surrounded by black blankets yep. in, yeah. in this room. The and sun has gone down. It is All the windows are blacked out. I didn't realize that. It's pitch dark. Dude. Yeah. It is creepy as fuck in here. You, wow. We'll see by the pictures that we post. Go to our Instagram, go to our Twitter, and see. But uh, <laughs> this is awesome. Come awesome. on, sixes. Okay, so if I don't get a six, I still hand over the narrative, right? If if you don't get a six, then yeah, it, it fails like normal, and I take over the narrative. Flow. Not too close, though. Just pretend I blew. A four and a five. Okay. Oh, damn. Please, someone darken a candle. I was just one of the first ones lit. How many ones, though? It doesn't matter for this. Oh, that's because right. Because we just you permanently get rid of one dice now. Whoa. Because you only have as many dice as there are candle as there are candles it's on the table. Sucking up the plastic. That's so cool. Oh shoot. Whoops. No, it, it's it's fine. It's just Yeah, that that looked awesome. <laughs> Done. So I hand it over. And so. do you now have to use cowardly within the description? Yep. Okay, shit. So and then, so just to recap real quick, what was the choice about? You wanted to find out who it was. I was examining the finger to see if it was like one of our stronger members, one of our weaker members, if I could even begin to Or if it was identify. even one of our members, like what it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So before I describe, everyone real quick, take one of your dice and set them over here. No longer have one of those. And Taylor, give me that one. Oh wait, we are. So the one we already discarded. Yeah, the one. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you have nine. You should have nine total. Should that's have it. nine. Yeah. Got it. And I will now roll one against you. So we all say a truth equal to the number of candles that are still lit. So that's nine. The one thing we know for sure is that it is dark, and we are all scared. Starting on my left, for the first time, we'll start with Micah. We will each say one individual truth until. Nine truths have been said. That is how many candles are left. We have cooked and eaten the rat. Tark is ashamed of his fear and is emboldened when he finds he is not in immediate danger. Torsten looks guilty of something. There is a faint growl that you're not even, none of you are even sure if it was a growl, but you can hear something very faint coming from one of the tunnels leading out of this room. We go down the tunnel that we smell water. Based on my experience in hunting, Tark knows that he has killed things as large, if not larger, than the thing down that tunnel. We make it to the water source. 
Torsten is nearly catatonic at this point. He is no longer talking. He is only following your leads. Silk has found supplies to craft a trap. And And we we are are alive. You have heard a large beast. Tark knows that he has killed a beast at least as large, if not larger, than what you have heard down the tunnel. You went down the tunnel where the where you could smell the water, and you found the water source. So Torsten was fairly close, conceivably. And apparently you have passed through tunnels that Torsten is extremely terrified of. He has seen some things, and based upon his state, you might conclude that he hasn't really been 100% forthcoming with you all about what he has seen. However, the water source that you now find yourselves by is a small stream, just barely large enough to be called one. And in fact, you know that it is the rain season. And if it wasn't the rain season, this stream might not even be here. However, you can fill your water skins with it. All right. Um, guys, I, uh, I want to, I, I heard, I thought I heard a growl. I want to set a trap next to this water stream to try and try and catch whatever this thing we heard was. Do you have the supplies for that? I found these vines that I can use to make a, a snare for a, a medium-sized creature, and I also found this, and I show uh, a flower um, that I can easily turn into a poison. That sounds great. Um, I mean, are we planning to stay here for a minute? I mean, I I figure there's water there. If we can catch whatever was making that noise, that's at least our next dinner. And then we can continue following this trail. I'm down. I say I make a trap and and we lay in wait for a moment. We should not wait too long, but I I agree. Um, Silk, you also have... Uh, the ability to make poison. Can you see if this water here will be poison to us? Uh, well, yeah, I can. I can taste it. I can try. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and make a conflict roll. All right. So I'm gonna taste the water to see if uh, I detect any poison. All right. There's two sixes. Three. Three sixes. Success. But one one. So everyone set aside one of your die. Nope, there was oh, there's two. two oh, two of, sorry. Everyone set aside two of your die. Not permanently, just for this scene. Or until we dim another candle. Okay. So I uh I cup my hand in the water and I smell it and I kind of sip a, a small bit of it and it is the most delicious water <laughs> I've ever had and I drink it up. I drink the the water up. Nice. I drink your water. Yeah. Up. And then, so I mean, I don't even answer you. I'm just like up. drinking the water. When I when I see him, uh, Tark leans down and fills up his skin, drinks it, and then fills it up again. I go over to the water and yeah, I just start drinking too. Cool. I'm right next to you guys, and you guys are. From my village, and I'm just yeah. Right. Torsten, come take a drink. It calm your nerves. Torsten 
does not respond to you. He is standing there, seems like in shock. Toasted man, <laughs> come too. We need you. Nothing. It's I just... um, I take like a scoop of water. I walk over. As a soldier, I've seen this like kind of shock, and so I know that I need to get him out of it. So I throw cold water into his face. Okay. Uh, roll a conflict die. See if you get the reaction you want. <sighs> Damn it. Oh, fuck. Already? Wow. I'm, it's, this is like, it's like you roll and then I go and then it's done. Uh, you can burn another trade if you wish. How many ones did you roll? Two. Okay. I only have two more, but. It's up to you. I don't want to pressure you into it. We still no, have it, candles it's left. early it's... on. And so um, I want to make sure we have a good foundation for moving forward. Good. All right. All right, so my next one is my virtue. Okay. Confident. Nice. Perfect. Awesome. I hope you succeed this time. Yes, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. So I am burning my confident card. Oh, it's look blazing at it go. brightly. <laughs> and I'm dropping it in the tin. Oh, sending you sending you good luck charms. All right, let's see how these dice roll. Got all these twos here. I wish they could help me, but they won't. Um, so I'll roll these two ones. All right. I wish I may. I wish I might wake Tarston up out of his fright. Six. Yes. All right. Hell yes. Now, how many ones do you have left over? Did you roll None. one? None. I yeah. rolled okay. a six and a five. Great. Hell yes, dude. So you decide what happens. <laughs> Elbow bump. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's burning even brighter oh, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So during my time, Tark, uh, in military, I had seen this type of shock come upon, uh, upon men. I've seen this kind of shock come upon men in the midst of battle, and I know that you need to snap them out of it. Otherwise, they're done for the rest of their time in the military. So I scoop up the water. Right. I run over to Tarston, and I splash the water in his face, and I say, Tarston, come on. Be a man. Be what you were bred to do. You are Varrican. You know that we need your help. You know that whatever is in the darkness, we can face together. Look at my spear. It is strong. Here, hold my spear. Torsten takes the spear from my hands, and for a second, he kind of stumbles back, and he's still staring into the distance. And then as water's dripping from his face, he finally looks up at me. And he begins to nod. Hell yeah. I, thank you, uh, brother. I, uh, yes. Yes, you are, you are right. I, I will, I will fight with you. Good. I mean, you are acting very strange. Uh, is this something you're not telling us? Why, why would you say that? Because you are nearly debilitated just by the sight of, of a new water source. It's, we have not seen anything. We hear growls, but if there's a, a, a bear or some kind of creature in these caves, we can overcome it. We are hunters. You're right, of course. Yes, yes, you are right. Torsten, you are Varrican. Come now. Pull yourself together. 
Yes. We can all do this. We just have to stick together. Of course. You understand. I I understand. Here, hold hold my torch while we build this trap. Okay. Uh, does he still have your spear as well? I, I, that's what I'm trading him out. I okay. want the spear back in my hand because although I was emboldening him, I do not fully trust him with my spear. <laughs> yeah, no. Nor do I want to lose that for my yeah, inventory. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. So he is he is holding the torch for you all, uh, okay. and he does take a drink of water as well. So, cool. Good, yeah, good. Snapped him out. Well, let's uh, let's make this trap. Yeah. Um, cool. I'm going to make the trap. Go for it. Yes. Oh, no All ones. Six, yeah, no ones and one six. Oh, sorry. Let me roll. I keep forgetting to do that. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, you're good. Cool. So, I make the trap, set it next to the uh, the water source. We of course fill up our water skins, um, and then I suggest we move back. Um, oh, and so that we can see the creature. Um, should we leave the torch here or? Should we um, put it out and hide back here and just listen for the trap to go off? Well, I don't think that that thing's going to come anywhere near the torch. Oh, yeah, that's right. Of course. That's right. It, it, what if we were to draw it out? Um, I don't think we have any bait, but we could maybe chant and lure it out, and as it's coming for us, it could be ensnared by the trap. Well, we'd have to put out the torch. For what I saw... We are the bait. What do you mean? What? Do you, the, how big was the thing you saw? It was. Oh, it's what I felt. What? Hey, what do you mean you felt? In all of my years, hunting, I have never myself felt like prey. Until I saw the creature I saw. Wait, so you saw the creature? You saw the thing? Just on the edge of my firelight. Tell us what you saw. It was a hulking, shadowy figure. Uh, almost it looked like a man, but larger. Not much, but humanoid, maybe in shape. Was it standing on two legs? Was it on all four? Yes, it was standing on two legs. Uh, how tall are we talking? Uh, it seemed as though it was crouching, but I could not tell if it was because it was too tall for the cave it was in. So, like seven feet, eight feet? I would say that's an accurate estimate, yes. Crouching or standing? Let's say seven crouching, eight standing. Great, you saw a Short bear legs. on its hind legs. Yeah, that's that's what it sounds like. Torsten, pull it together. Okay. We right. have taken out bears in th this very group here. I actually, and I, I show my small carving of a bear statue, and I said, I earned this after taking down my first bear. Yeah, you're probably right. The cave has done weird things to me. I, yes, yes. I'm sorry. I, I pat him on the back. Like, Torsten, come on. Your fear is getting the best of you. It is. Yeah. And okay. I want to take I want to take a moment and I want to take the hide I pulled from the rat and like rinse it off in the water and then I'm going to use that hide to like make a skin for myself because I don't have a skin for water. Okay. 
Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and roll. That is two sixes and no one. Yes. Yes. Nice. So I, so I take the hide and I rinse it off and I kind of, I get the hemp rope and I fashion it through the edges and I tie it real tight so that it all bundles up like a sack mm-hmm. and then I just put water in it and I hang it from my belt. As I'm doing that, I look down in the water and I see a glint of light from the firelight off the bottom of the creek and I reach down and I pull out a dagger, a metal dagger. Nice. Okay. Looks like we've got a little help. <laughs> Whoa. What where did you how what did dagger you? is that? I just found it in the creek. It was right here. It's glinting off the firelight. That looks like it was Does that not look like Arnu's dagger dagger? Uh yeah. Shit. Actually it does. Oh. Oh look, it's got an etching on it. What's it say? Yes. Well, yeah, that's the symbol for Arno. Well, that is not good. No, it does not. Was it used in its last moments? Can we investigate the blade? Yeah, uh, the blade looks uh, a little dull. Looks like he hasn't used it in a while. Or at least he tried. And maybe got the wall of the cave or something? I don't know. It looks bent. Look at this. Huh. So I take the dagger in my hands, uh, and I, as Tark investigate the blade to see if it was used if it cut anything okay um yeah yeah go for it surely i'm just looking at a dagger nothing bad will happen <laughs> i got a six nice how many just one all right any ones i did get one one okay so everybody set another dice aside so you describe now what you discovered Yes, it looks as if the very edge, uh, the very end of the blade has been chipped here. So, just as you said, Van, uh, it did meet with something hot, but that very well could have been bone. Uh, or perhaps the wall, as you said. So, yes, this was used in combat. It seems unsuccessfully, though. Well, I'm not exactly part of the village guard, so your guess is as good as mine. Um, Silk has a bone knife i have a spear van do you have a weapon uh truthfully i lost my weapons back when they were running from the giants i flip the hilt to him thank you i appreciate that and i clasp him on the shoulder use it well better I'll than do what i can better than anu yeah so there is a uh, a larger open area that you have that you are currently in and there is a side passage that you came from where the water is not running down where the water is coming from, there is a passage that looks big enough for you all to crawl through if you needed to. And then where the water is going, the passageway looks almost like just every other tunnel in here. It's large enough for any of you to just walk through. Uh, we should set the trap at the larger area so that, because surely that beast could not have come from there. Right. Uh, that's a really good point. Yes. Okay. And so I, I set the trap, um, and let's let's yeah, hide. Is that agreeable? I would prefer we all stick together. I'm not trying to split up or anything, especially when you're the only one with a torch. Well, I, I have one as well. Oh. Okay, then yes, let us just snuff it out, and we will wait for the enemy. Sure. Okay. Over here looks like a good spot. You see this rock? Yeah. And let's get behind it. Let's hide. So we who, hide there. Who would like to take the lead on... Uh, 
on rolling for narrative it. control. Yeah. Um, real quick, when I burn my traits, do I still hold those traits as a character? Yes. Yeah. So even though my vice is burned up, it was cowardly. It takes me a while to put out this torch. Yeah. Okay. Like I keep yeah. like reaching to do it and like you can see sweat on my brow again and I'm like the oldest of the group. I know yeah. I've been through the most shit and I'm like, come on, man, just pull it together. It together. <laughs> and finally I just. Nice. All right, here we go. I rolled no sixes and no ones. Fuck. All right. So this scene is now over, which is kind of perfect because the torch just went out. It seems very uh, apt. Let's, uh, yeah, go ahead and dim one of those candles. I'll snuff out the first one we lit. That is terrifying. Oh, man, that's so sick. Did you see it get a little darker in here? Yeah. I love that. That's terrifying because it fights it. Mm -hmm. It fights it for a little bit, and then it's... I love that we've got it. So for the listeners, Mm -hmm. we have each of these tea lights on a uh, table, and on the table is a uh, kind of a plastic uh, uh, tablecloth, and so we are putting over it a rocks glass over top of the tea light, so we're snuffing it out by removing oxygen, so as the, the light is getting dimmer and dimmer there there's actually a suction occurring and pulling the the tea light up which it really makes it look as though the tea light itself is fighting to stay lit oh my yeah. god yeah. it, it is really so does. so oh. cool yeah. looking. it's really cool <sighs> and i noticed that i wanted to put out the first one we lit because I, I the other the ones last, will last long yeah, yeah i, I chose did. the last one on purpose <laughs> i was wondering yeah. why you did that yeah okay all right it is dark and we are scared. Starting with Taylor this time. We will all say one fact, one truth that has happened. Before we put out the torch, I sharpened my knife. Torsten will die, but he will leave us weapons. In the darkness, we hear Torsten scream and then silence. After you hear Torsten scream, you hear a voice you recognize deeper in the cavern yell, Torsten? The voice is a woman's voice. Something large will be in the trap. Last one. We light up the cave and see what is in the trap. And we are alive. Okay, so a lot of stuff just happened. Yeah. The torch went out. Torsten somehow, some way, was dragged into the darkness or ran off that way himself, and you heard him scream. And when you heard him scream, you heard a woman's voice yell out Torsten's name from deeper into the cavern. That is farther down where the water is running to. You light you light a torch, I assume. Is that what you... Uh, whose torch is being lit? Yeah, we... Relight mine. Yeah, relight the one that he had. Okay, so you, you light that torch. What do we see in the trap? 
in the trap is a boar. Uh, and this this boar looks emaciated, like it is. It has been it has been here for a while. It seems like this is also a cave survivor. Hmm. However, it is dead. Oh, oh! It has. Uh, you don't know if it's from the poison, uh, but there is. There does seem to be blood around its snout. So Tark, with the torch lit, sees the boar. And then he looks down, and his mind's running faster than the things are being processed. And he reaches down and grabs Torsten's bow and quiver of 20 arrows. And says, Torsten, no! Torsten was... Did you all... Oh, no. What, uh... What happened to him? This boar didn't do that. He was just here. Who was that yelling down the hall? Sounded like a woman. I recognize the the voice. Anya? Yes, Anya. Yeah, of course, Anya. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good. (laughs) Hey, hey. Uh, Are you all right? (laughs) Of course, it's Anya. (laughs) It couldn't couldn't have been. It was Anya. It was Anya. It was Anya, yeah. No, not not Ella, of course. <laughs> uh, well, uh, that means there are others. We, um... Uh, let's, let's see if we can get them to come back this way and share this... And I go to say something, and I look concerned, and then I just kind of turn my head. What? I... I wouldn't be so sure. What do you mean? I've seen, I've seen things. I've seen these creatures imitate people. Boars? You've seen boars imitate? This is too much for me. What are you talking about? These shadowy things, they're the ones the ones Torsten was describing, I've, I've seen them too. I mean, if you, if you saw them, we, we made Torsten act the fool. Act the fool how? We, he was trying to tell us about these creatures and... Look, I, I don't even know if what I saw was real, but now I'm starting to... I don't know. You saw it here in these caves? I saw something. It was a shadow. It was a shadow that was not mine. You've been into his tobacco pouch again, huh? You're seeing things. Enough of this madness. I walk up to the uh, boar and start uh, removing its leg from the trap and um, resetting the trap. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll a conflict die. Okay. To see uh, how well you can reset the trap after it's already been used. Six. So one six, no ones. Okay. Wow. Yep. Nice. So yeah, what do you do? Well, you got to roll. Oh shoot! Thank okay. you. Yep, you're good. Okay. 
So I remove the boar, um, reset the trap, obviously this time without the um, poison, um, but I set it up back where it was. Um, if you are confirming that there is a... a I, I don't say this out loud, but I just think to myself, if, if Van is, is certain that there is something, then I want the only weapon that I'm good at to be set. And so I'm, I'm setting the trap and putting it back in, in the most likely place that creatures would come through. Look, Silk, why are you resetting that? Look, Anya was down that cave. She yelled out Torsten's name. Torsten is down that tunnel. He got frightened and ran away. It is obvious. That is what we are up. We're not up against anything. There are more of these boars in this cave, obviously. And Torsten is still alive. We must go help. The more I think about it, the more he's right. We should probably just head down that tunnel. I'm sure Anya and Torsten are there. At this time, you hear the same woman's voice say, Silk? Silk? Is that you? I scream, Anya, come, come here. Come to us. Silk? No, no. Where are you? No, no, no. Come to us, Anya. And I push the uh, the trap further to like more in line with the path, um, and I just step back and walk to the the rock that we were hiding at. Like, guys, I have a bad feeling about this. That's not Anya. Do you want to snuff out the light again? And I would like to. Uh, I mean, pull this boar over here. Stock up for a minute. We've got water. We have food. Let's. This is the best position we've been in in three days. In three days. Let's... You would be smart and right if we did not have a comrade down the hall. And Torsten, we do not know if he's still alive. Not to mention we still have to find a way out of here. We can't just sit here forever. I'm not saying sitting here forever. I'm saying sitting here until whatever the hell killed Torsten is dead. We Look. don't even know if Torsten's dead. Well, where's Torsten? He was dragged by the boar, had a mace with it. No. What? Silk? Torsten? Help? Anna, come to us. Help. It sounds like she needs help. I... I cannot leave a comrade behind. Either we all go, or I am going. Well, I'm not going to split up the party. All right. Van? I see you with me. Silk, where do you lie? You either stay here with your trap, or you come with us to save Anya. I sit down behind the rock, and I use my bone knife and start whittling at my bear statue. I don't say anything. I will take this spear. Van, how are you with bow and arrow? I'm fairly decent. I've had a lot of practice. You come at ten paces behind me. I will lead the charge down this hall. Let's go. Okay. A soldier's trot. And you hand me the bow Bow and and Bow and 20 arrows. 20 arrows. Are you having one of your torches lit before they leave? No. You're just sitting in darkness? Mm -hmm. Okay. And I kind of, Tark looks back one last time at Silk behind the rock and says, All right, Sven, on me. uh, Are you sure? Before you leave. May you're taking a torch with you, right? Right. May I, may I borrow your flint and steel? I can light a torch for you right now. I, if I light a torch, then 
The creatures afraid of the dark will not come. Isn't that what you want? No, I want them to come and get caught in my trap. I want to kill whatever killed Torsten. And so do we. We have spear. We have bow and arrow. We could use your help. I, on, I don't think that I would be of much help as a trap maker running into a battle. My merit stands in laying in wait, setting lure. We do not have time for that. I'm sorry. We are not on a simple hunt. We have comrades who are in trouble. I yeah. can't do it. You need to come with us. Um, okay. Um, my bone knife, what is it made out of? Is it made bone. of bone? Yes. Okay. Okay. I take my one of my torches out, and I light it on yours, and then I go back to the rock and stick it uh, at the rock. He's made up his okay. mind. Okay, let's go. All right, so first we will follow the two of you who are following the voice. What do you do? Um, so we're kind of trotting, and I've got my spear ready, like ready to launch at anything that is not one of my comrades. Okay, you go down the tunnel for quite a ways. It kind of it twists, it turns, and then it opens up into a larger cavern, one that you can't see the end of even with your torch. From maybe, well, you don't know how big the cavern is, but from maybe about twice the distance past what you can see with your torch, you hear Silk? Torsten? Help? Help? Anya, it is I. Talk. I am here with Van. Are you in trouble? Talk? Come Van? into the torchlight. I can't help. What happened to you? What is surrounding you? Oh, God. Do you have a light? Do you have a torch? I, I like, lower my voice. Van, we will go slowly. Stay on me. Hi. And we slowly begin to move forward, looking left and right and forward. And I've got an arrow drawn, knocked and ready. Got okay. my spear up. <laughs> All right. Micah, roll a conflict die and then tell me what happens if you succeed. Okay, there's one six. There's one one. All right, I got one six. Okay, everyone take a one away from their pool of dice and set it to the side. And what happens while you're there? You have to roll as well. You're correct. Oh, I got one six, so you do not fail, but I do take narrative control. Okay. You are sitting there with the torch. And are you sitting beside the torch? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've got the torch right next to me, kind of stuck in between the ground and the rock. Um, but my goal was to keep the torch in a way where it was not shining light on the trap. The trap is in the dark. Okay. You are staring at the trap and as you're staring at the trap you hear from behind you that smaller hole and a claw reaches out grabs your torch and snaps it in half and the light falls in the water okay going back to you two holy shit you two are walking towards Anya's voice, weapons at the ready. As you approach Anya, 
you actually see her face. She is laying upside down on top of a rock. There is blood covering her face, her chest, her arms, and it would be covering her legs if they were still there. It seems like she can hear, but her eyes are gouged out. She says, Tark, is that it? And she makes this horrible gargling noise and throws up blood. And as she does this, you both hear a... And another claw reaches out from behind the rock, grabs her torso, and drags her back towards it. And you hear her running as the thing, presumably the holding Anya's body, runs back towards the darkness of the deep cave. You two, what do you do? Did you recognize that claw? Holy shit, holy shit. I could have thrown my spear. I could have thrown it, but I froze. I froze, Van. It was quick. Don't don't second guess yourself. I couldn't get an arrow off. What was that? What did it do to her? I've never seen a claw like that before. No, have I. What do we do? There's no use in going after her. She's practically dead. What about Torsten? Where is he? Do you see any tracks? Go ahead and roll a conflict roll to see if you see any traps. Do we both roll? No, just one of you. I'll, t- I'll roll. Yeah. Okay, I've got ahead. the torch in my hand. Cool. You've got your bow and arrow. My barrow. I, I gain my... <laughs> Sorry. I gain my composure, and I begin to look for tracks using the torch. Okay, I've got one one, but I've got two sixes. Okay. You have narrative control. Everyone take a dice away and set it to the side. I'm so terrified, like in real life, that I, it's really hard I to come up with stuff. I can hear my heartbeat in my headphones. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so scared. That was terrifying, both in game and out of game. Okay. I, I, Andrew, gain composure, and Tark gains composure. And I look at the, the blood, and I see... Damn it. I see the fresh blood of Anya being dragged into a cavern opening on the left where the water continues but I see slightly older blood leading to a cave on the right okay uh, yeah yeah uh, Van here look it seems Anya was dragged to the left here and on the right here there is also blood but it is older than Anya's blood. I I can only assume it is Torsten or one of our other comrades. What do we do? This isn't looking good. The water continues to the left. Well, we need to go back. Yeah, yeah, we should get Silk. We gotta get Silk. We should not face whatever that was, just the two of us. I still didn't get a good look at it. What about you? Other than that claw... Okay. Micah. I Silk. want to I hear I so it just reached and knocked my um torch into the water, right? It seemed maybe like it might have been grabbing for you and grabbed and tore your torch 
in half. You did not get a great look at it unless you nope. want to go ahead and roll. What I want to do die. as soon as my torch falls into the water, I draw my um, bone dagger or bone knife, and I want to jump at whatever it was that swung at me and just stab repeatedly as many times as I possibly can. <sighs> okay. Uh, go ahead and roll a conflict die. Nice. Two sixes, no ones. Nice. Okay. You, yeah, you retain control. All right. So I jump at this creature and I stab it to death. I just like, in this like terrified uh, rage, I'm just like constantly stabbing it repeatedly. It's almost as though something takes over me and I can't stop myself. I must have stabbed it 20 times. And then I just stop. <sighs> <sighs> Van, talk. Come here. I I found one. Remember, you cannot see it yet. Right. Um, I did see its claw, though. Right. Uh, briefly. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very briefly. Um, because you were not looking in that direction. Right. And so, um, I I yell out to you guys down the cavern. And, and be careful of the trap. It's still there. Okay. <laughs> so you all. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say you all make it back. You were already uh, going on your way back anyway when you hear Silk yelling for you to hurry. So I assume that you will we, you will both pick up the pace a bit. Yeah, absolutely. We start running back. Totally. When the torchlight hits this thing that Silk just killed, it is not something that any of you have seen before. Its claw is much smaller than the one that you saw in the big cavern. However, you can tell it is the same creature. This one, at full height, would probably come up to an average person's shoulder. It is wiry, skinny, very long-limbed. It has claws at the end of its hands, and it looks to have very sharp teeth at the end of an elk head. Chop its head off. Right now. Take the head and make a trophy out of the antlers. Oh, it, it's too small. It does not have antlers. Sorry. Oh, I meant, okay. Yeah, I meant to mention that. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I don't say anything. I'm just kind of like sitting there still heavily breathing. Um, bone dagger in my hand. Step aside. Let me do it. I start hacking away its head just to remove it from the body. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and conflict roll. Got a six and okay. no ones. Nice. All right, you good? Go ahead. I start sawing the head off of the shoulders, and as I'm cutting and I'm making the final severs through the spine, black smoke starts to rise from the wound, and then the entire thing starts to disintegrate into a black mist. I, I don't. I drop the knife and I step back. What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? And I drop my knife. I just kind of step away as well. What the fuck is going on? Where are we? I don't know what this is. We have died. That is what this is. We have already died and we are being punished for our sins. No, no, no. We would have seen Ari by now. When the black smoke happens and like as you guys are saying all this you hear multiple 
inhuman bestial screams coming from the passageway that you all came down or that you all came back from <laughs> Listen, we gotta go. We gotta get out of this cave, and we've gotta get out quick. What? When you said uh, we came from, are you talking about the the area that the water is going down? Yes. So that's where all the roars are coming from. Yes. Shit. There were two tunnels at the end. Uh, Anya was dragged down to the left. Something was dragged down to the right, back in the larger cavern. If we run quick, we can go down the right uh, tunnel. Uh, at least. One of them fresh is not there. And just so you know, because you guys would know that this is an option. Uh, we can go back to the very beginning. Well, you can crawl through where the water yeah. is coming from. You just can't stand down that passageway. Yeah. Um, I say, uh, I would suggest crawling up this way, but that's where this smaller one came from. Yeah, we need to. Right now, there are three tunnel options other than where uh, we were trapped from. And two of them we have seen these creatures yes. in. Although there is blood still leading down the last one, we still have not seen a creature in that one. Let's go. Let's go. We should make haste. Let's do it. We have to leave now. Um, I uh, grab... No, I grab the trap. I grab the trap as we're running. Make a conflict roll. No sixes. Shit, no sixes or no, no ones. ones. Okay. I'm going to take this moment to use my moment... Okay. Um, the moment was, I will find hope when we kill one of the monsters. Nice. Um, perfect. So that ah, that kind of happened. That yeah. is perfect. All right. Here we go. Fuck. No sixes. No ones. I... <sighs> okay. So, please... Dim a candle. Oh, Got a dim so one. Fucked. Now you and your tramp. <laughs> now that is one of my moments too. If it's not on top, you can't use it. Right, right. But can can I retrospectively use it? I'm gonna say no. There okay. are multiple other creatures, so that you 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 will have another opportunity to make that happen when the when the moment comes up. I am dimming a third candle. rising it's fighting and it's out oh, that looks so cool <sighs> okay shit oh my god it is dark you are terrified we will all now say seven truths starting with andrew and we will go clockwise Silk will not recover his trap, but he will also not be left behind. A light singing starts to echo through the caverns. You all get through the small passageway, and something large rams into the other side of the passageway, but clearly is too big to get through. We stumble upon a cove of football-sized eggs. We will find another of our hunting party we haven't met yet, and they will reveal something important to us. It is Jensen. 
he knows the way out. And, and we, we are alive. alive. You get through the passageway. You find, on the other side, a cavern filled with football-sized eggs. There is a companion there named Jensen. He claims to know the way out. There was the large thing at the other side. Uh, well, I was. We, I didn't retrieve the trap, but I was not left behind, so yeah. we're all still together. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So this cavern is about as large as the other one that you just came through, maybe a little bit smaller. You are in a almost a raised area, or it is a raised area, and then there is a pit where all of the eggs are. The stream, uh, when it comes through that smaller area, it actually is coming from a much larger tunnel where you hear singing coming down. The stream splits, one half goes down the passageway that you just crawled through, the other half runs down into the pit and creates almost like a uh, a, sha- a very shallow pool where these eggs are. And then continues down a much smaller passageway that no human could fit through. Maybe, maybe if you were to like army crawl through there, it, uh, you could you could fit through the passageway. Uh, Jensen, he is hurt. One of his legs has not been chopped off. Rather, it looks as though it had been eaten up to right past the knee. And he informs you all after you get him settled that yes, it was that thing that came through the uh, the small passageway that uh, Silk killed. I want to run up to him and I'm going to rip off a blanket, like a piece of my blanket, and tie it around his leg. Okay, make a conflict roll to see how well that happens. There's two sixes and one one. Uh, so you do succeed, and you will have narrative rights, uh, but everyone just has to take a one away unless you want to burn a trait. I want to and... burn a trait so okay. we can keep our dice. Yes. Okay, go for it. What trait are you burning? I'm burning my virtue, loyal. All right. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Seems easy enough to work into. That's you awesome. I love that guy, Jensen. Mm-hmm. Jensen. Yeberman Jensen. He was number one. All right. So I can re-roll it? You can re-roll that one. Just to make sure. It's a two. We're great. Nice. Okay. Nice. Good deal. Good Twice call. as good. So what happens? So I run up to Jensen. I say, Jensen, hold still. Hold on. And I rip a piece off my blanket. And I start wrapping, wrapping it around his leg, seeing this man, he's one of my own. He's a villager of our tribe, and I am absolutely loyal to my tribesmen. And I just start wrapping it, I wrap it as tight as I can, and he screams, and it echoes off the cabin. I kind of jerk around because I hear some movement and some rocks falling down the tunnel after his screams. It sounds like something is withering in the darkness. What happened to you? Uh, Brother, I became food for that thing. It's not even the largest of them. One of the big ones. I think it broke my spine. Left me here for the thing to feed on. No. We have to get out of here. 
Tark. Uh, the rocks you heard falling is Tark. Almost like a siren call is beginning to go down that hallway that is leading toward the singing. Not quickly, but just step to step. And he's murmuring to himself. Tark, Tark. It is Hela. She's calling me. We are in the afterlife. We no. are in Anavati. Hey, this is a no. test. I run she and grab your arm. Is showing us the way. <laughs> ah. Silk. It's Hella. No, Tark is in it. She's gone. Tark, snap out of it. I slap you in the face. <laughs> okay. One of one of you roll a conflict roll. Um, I'm actually going to veto that. And this is a moment okay. because I will find hope when a friend helps me. Oh. oh, cool. Yeah, do that. For I will be reminded of Hela, my deceased wife. Yes. Who I... helped me through many troublesome times. This is my last trait card. Mm. And if you're successful, you'll get a hope dice. Mm-hmm. You can roll your brink, but yeah, that's a... That's just like the trait cards, but yeah, that's the only way you can lose a hope dice if you get it. That is one thing we didn't mention. When I burned my hope card, my moment, and I didn't get hope, I am now hopeless. Oh, that's true. Yes. And so, but somehow you're giving me hope. Yeah, I'm oh. like, just certain. You we're don't think we're doomed. gonna survive? I I do pray to the elder elk, and the elder elk has blessed me with one six, but one one. Okay, everybody set, a, set one of your dice to the side. Silk, you're, you just slap me. You're trying to get me out of this. Ha. Huh. You're right. Hella is gone. And we are here in these caverns. And we must survive. We must survive to tell others of what horrors live here. And we must diminish what evil lies in these caverns and I run over and I take one of the rocks that had fallen as I was going into this cave and I throw it into the nest busting open at least three of the eggs that were in the nest nice alright when you do that you hear a and they a scuttling sound from where the water is running to that like not a full grown person could crawl uh, could could fit through unless they were army crawling and a giant salamander that's very flat and close to the ground and comes out and starts like licking up all the uh, all the blood and like is pr- like very much angry at the three of you because you've just destroyed part of his nest guys I'm gonna need your help he says he broke his back uh huh the the salamander look do you see it yeah what what about it uh what size is the salamander it's about the size of a large dog okay so um, it's a threat it, it is a th- it is a threat it is not currently attacking it is right now you can oh, almost tell oh, that oh. it is it is frightened but I it see. is also like those were its eggs and it's very angry that <laughs> this see. has happened ah uh. <laughs> I, I run over to uh, Van and grab Jensen by one arm. Let's go. Jensen, did you say you know the way out? I... Yes. Yes, I saw light further down that tunnel. I... I, 
do not know if we can make it. We don't have any other choice. Listen, you must... You must go without me. I'm only going to slow you down. No, we're not leaving you behind. These things... They'll kill us all if you take me. Jensen. I slap him. <laughs> we don't have time for this. Look at that thing. We've got to go. And right, I make, start... a, make a conflict roll. Yeah. Two sixes and one one. Two sixes. Okay. So I succeed, but you get narrative rights. I get narrative rights. Everyone take one dice away from their dice pool. Wait Set a it to the side. Okay, so I'm gonna burn my trait cunning. I'm gonna re-roll this one and um in the hopes that I get a third six. Okay. Alright, here we go. Yes! Another six? Nice. Yes. All right. Nice. So you, yeah. Narrative you keep narrative rights. Right. Go ahead. So um, here's what I do. Here's my cunning action. I pull my shirt off um, and uh, tie the sleeves together um, in a, a, a knot very quickly and then lay him on the shirt. Van and I are able to use this like makeshift contraption to um, easily pull... Uh, Jensen, Jensen um, to easily pull Jensen uh, quite a bit faster. And I make it, I make a suggestion and make it a little bit easier by yeah. unrolling my blanket. Perfect. Yeah. And saying, let's use this as well. Yes. Cool. So then, yeah, um, we kind of like really quickly tie it together, throw him or gently place him on it and um, <laughs> rush down the direction he's telling us to go. Okay. Yeah. And he, he's still protesting, but he, he's way too weak to stop you. So you just bring yeah. him with you. So we are running down the yeah. hall yeah. with Jensen on our blanket. and So Tark okay. is leading the way. He's got his spear out. He's got his torch. He's kind of laughing because like, <laughs> it was just a salamander. Like, okay. We could take out whatever. And, and uh, yeah, as these guys are dragging the, the Jensen on the gurney. Okay. We're going quickly, and he is screaming. Yeah. Yeah. And we're just dragging blood. Well, no, yeah, he, he isn't... Um, he stopped the leg wound. Yeah, yeah. He he isn't like screaming like out loud, but he is still like telling you guys just to leave him behind and everything. He's groaning he's and like, yeah. like with every yeah, he's bump, like, yeah. with every bump and every turn, just yeah. like ah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this tunnel is fairly large, and it doesn't really seem to open up into another cavern. It just seems to kind of become one. Uh, it just continues to widen and widen and widen until you get to a, a different area. Uh, the singing gets louder and louder and louder, and eventually you begin to wonder where the singing is coming from. And there is some there is some moss hanging down from the ceiling, and you can see on the outcrop of a rock that there might be a figure behind that, but you can barely see it within the torchlight. And that seems to be where the singing. Yeah, fucking hella staying away from that. Uh, it is hella? Hell, nope. Oh, God, no. My wife? <laughs> <laughs> wow. If it is hella, right. we should go to her. Right. No. Um, oh, wait, she has she has passed on. Yes. Uh, uh, um, Jensen, wh where do we go? Yeah, which way? Uh, not that... Uh, who? Who? 
No one's, uh, it's just us. No one's left alive. I saw everyone die. Jensen, where do we go? Oh, uh, to the right, away from the, away from that. All right, we have, we have to keep moving. Yes, this is not, I'm not staying here. Yeah, we begin running to the right. Okay. I lead the way. As you, as you all begin to run to the right, the singing slowly begins to turn into words. And a high-pitched voice says, No one leaves. No one leaves. I run so much faster. <laughs> like, I am booking it as fast as I can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely running. I'm okay. matching speed. Yeah. All right. So you all are running towards, uh, well, basically away from this creature and down conceivably a different tunnel. Who wants to roll a conflict die? I will. All right. I'm leading the way, and these guys are dragging yeah. someone, and mm-hmm. I got a hope die. So let's do this shit. Oh, I can't roll a one on right. my. Well, yeah, it just you don't lose you it. You don't lose so. it. I rolled three ones and no sixes. Okay. Can you burn anything? You have nothing left to burn. I have no traits. Um. Okay. The scene ends. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Please, someone, put out a candle. It is dark. You are terrified. Beginning with Micah and going counterclockwise, we will say six truths. Jensen tells us the way out. When you all reach a tunnel that Jensen specifically said was the way out, it is now blocked with rocks. A voice cries out. Talk. There you are. I love you, darling. Tark, who is the only one holding a torch, will trip, drop his torch, and it will go out. Last one. We find the bodies and weapons of our other companions. And we are alive. As you ran away from this horrible singing woman, you begin to follow the path that Jensen describes to you. The first tunnel that he tells you to take is caved in and blocked. So you try another, another room, a fairly small one. This one filled with blood, bones, and the remains of your companions. Seeing this sight, Tark stumbles over himself, drops the torch, and it goes out. In the blood? In the blood. And then he hears a voice. Tark. (laughs) There you are. I love you, darling. This voice is coming from where you all just ran from. So behind you. Tark had tripped to the ground and like 
he's kind of like rolling over. He's got blood. It's all dark. Uh, mm-hmm. This is all happening in pitch black. He grasps his bone necklace, the one that Hela made for him. You see, she was a hunter first before Tark. Yes. And when she passed, going down this same path, he knew one day he would find her again. Hella, I am here. Come, find me. Take me up with you. Tark, what are you doing? It is time. <laughs> it is time for us to sing and dance once more together. Silk, give me the torch. Where you, where's the torch at? I hand one the, the last torch that we have. And I grab it and I start fumbling and I try to strike it. Roll again. a conflict. Ooh, one six and two ones. Oh boy. And I rolled zero sixes, so okay. you keep narrative control. However, those two ones go away unless you would like to burn a card. I kind of want to keep as many dice as possible. Yeah. I'm going to burn. What card do you have? My vice. Mistrustful. Mistrustful. And I shall set it aflame. That burns so bright. Hell yeah. Yeah, it did. If you hope, my love, she's calling to me. I grab the torch and I start striking the flint on it. One, nothing. Two, nothing. On the third one, nothing. Hello, my love. The fourth, it engulfs in flames. I whip it around in a circle. I do three or four spins. I look down at Jensen, and then I look back up at Silk and Tark. We've got to leave him. He doesn't know the way out. There's no way. He's lost too much blood, and he's gone crazy. And he's slowing us down. Whoa. You would leave a comrade behind? No, this is... It is okay. We are in the caverns. What he said before rang true. He is slowing us down, and we will all die. Oh. You do not have a soldier's trust, my friend. Look. He's looking out for us. I say we take advantage of it. I start rummaging through the bodies, grabbing the swords that I can find, trying to find a weapon. Okay, uh, roll a conflict, but uh, hold on for just a minute. Silk, this man, and I point to Van, Tark points to Van, I have seen him smother the life of one over over coin being lost. We should not trust him. We should take Jensen, and Hela is leading us out of here. What are you... I'm the only one of sane mind here. Jensen has gone crazy. I can see it in his eyes. It is you who are the crazed one. You would take a life much before you would save it. So says you. You're the one calling to your dead wife. Now you hear... Be with me. Come to me. I love you. No, her voice has changed. That is not her. I am... You are right, Van. All right, now go ahead and roll your conflict roll. 
Not good. So two ones, no sixes. I'm going to burn my last trait card, Greedy. Okay. (laughs) Oh, that's some big flames. Oh, gosh. That's a failure. So how many ones though? But does we failed the scene? That's the end. Ah, yep. End of the scene. All right. Uh, will someone please snuff out a candle? Oh, it's Taylor's yeah. turn. It starts to go a lot faster once uh, yep. less dice are on the table. Yep. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> it got so much darker in here. Okay. Now. So everyone, go ahead and make sure you only have five of your normal dice. This we know as fact. It is dark. You are terrified. Beginning with Taylor and going counterclockwise, all three of you will say a truth. Some rocks at the tunnel fall loose into the ground. There is a very small opening. Tark will see the visage of his wife, his dead wife, Hela, but it will end in the death of one of us four. Six large, hulking figures come through the tunnel behind the singing witch. The one who dies is Tark. And Andrew becomes Jensen and keeps his brink. And, and we, we are alive. You hear this creepy voice behind you. Tark turns, sees the visage of his wife, and responds to the siren call. Six figures loom behind the visage of Tark's wife. He does not seem to notice them, even as rocks fall from further down the passageway and show a faint trace of what seems to be moonlight. Describe how Tark dies. Tark, with blood just covering his face and torso when he slipped, he drops his spear and rips the bone necklace from his neck and holds it up and says my dear I have come come to save you we are going to make it out these are my friends my dear it is so good to see you and Tark takes one two three drunken steps forward and falls toward Hela. The necklace breaks, the bones scatter on the floor as a multitude, 12 claws reach from the darkness, the moonlight barely showing the teeth of these creatures as the claws grab Tark's body from all different angles and rip flesh just apart instantaneously blood gushing up left and right backwards and forwards not a single sound of pain as 
the flesh is brought to the mouths of these creatures. Dark! No. Silk. Silk. That didn't just happen. That did not just happen. We're doomed. We can't... We can't make it out of here. We can't kill these things. The the we, moonlight. We can try. We're doomed. The the moonlight's there. Jensen says. What? Where? Where? Rocks falling. There. He's right. Take Look, me. There's a small opening. I don't want to be left. I don't want that to happen to you. We don't have a chance. We're all gonna die. No. There's... I refuse. No. And I, I, I immediately reach for the blanket that um, Jensen is on, and I start ripping pieces of it and wrapping them around arrows, and I strike them aflame with the flint. Roll a conflict die. I rolled two sixes. I rolled a six and no ones. Okay. Nice. So I, you do succeed, but I take narrative control. Sure. You don't have much of this material. However, when you shoot an arrow and catch one on fire, nearly all of them catch on fire. Whoa. They are very susceptible to flame, and they run in fear. The two that are not on fire, including the visage of Hela, run back down the passageway. Are horribly deformed figures, leaving not a trace behind, as the other five burn and go out in smoke. The only thing that Silk had found in the pile of bodies that for some reason he feels drawn to take with him is a leather-bound book with Varican sigils you recognize on the cover. So I get a hope die for seeing them get injured. Go for it. So you have to you have to burn that and then roll. <laughs> what am I rolling for? To, 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 to see if you hope. can gain a hope die. Okay. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. And it's burning. And it is bright right now. And now it is a lot darker. And all I have to do is roll a six. Yeah, you have to just roll one six. Ones are ones are still taken away, though. Here goes nothing. Because it is a conflict roll. I get one six and no ones. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you got your hope die. Jensen, you were able to, even though you are prone... When Tark was called to his death, he released his spear, and you had just enough faculty to catch it. Silk, you, with your newfound treasure, and Van, with your newfound hope, now make your way towards what you hope to be the exit i i crawl behind the two of you um but i am still like sobbing i'm gripping this book for some reason but i just 
am certain we cannot make it out. Take me to the moonlight, please. Look, I know this is bad, but I found you all. Or rather, you found me. We can make this. We can make this happen. No, we can't. Come on, Silk. We have to do something. We can't just sit here. That thing hurt them, but there's no telling. There's no telling how many more there are. I, I like, stand up sulkingly and look up to the, the moonlight and just shake my head but start walking towards it. And I grab Jensen and I'm just like doing everything I can to get him to the moonlight and try to start getting up. Okay, make a conflict roll. Yeah, With I hope. I see that and and help you. Thanks. So you get advantage on <laughs> <laughs> I get advantage, yes. I get to roll twice. No ones. You do oh, get to wow. roll your hope die as well. Yeah, no really. ones and two sixes. Nice. Oh, yeah, I got to roll mine. Too. Is it a five? It's a one. Oh, okay. <laughs> but one's uh, you retain uh, narrative control. Yes. The hope uh, die was a one, so I don't lose it. Yeah, that is correct. And I retain narrative control. Yep. So you're saying moonlight is coming from the ceiling? It seems as though there is some light that does not. It, it's not sunlight, so it must. It must be. It's like a softer, bluish color. So it looks more like moonlight, and it's coming from the ceiling. You can't see really anything else besides that. It's just a rock fell away, and now there's a little bit of light. And you're and you're cl- you're saying we clearly see a way to that opening. Yes, it is farther down the tunnel and maybe about fifteen feet high. Okay, I grab Jensen and I throw him up over my shoulder, and as I do so, I start hauling my way down the tunnel as hard as I can. I've got Silk right beside me, and we're bolting down this dark, dark tunnel. Screams start to echo from behind us as we hear six, seven, maybe eight of these things tearing through the moss, off the cavern walls, and slithering closer and closer. The two of us on foot keep running. Halfway down the tunnel, we make it. But in the darkness of the tunnel, we trip into a hole and tumble down into a ravine in the middle of this tunnel. Jensen goes flying (coughs) to the right. And I make it onto my feet again. And I'll interject that this ravine is not too deep. Like you all survive this. Right. It's just a just a small ravine. I get up and I scramble up to the top of the ravine, leaving Jensen behind. And I'm looking back, and I remembered that I left Jensen there, and I'm panicking. Silk! It's dark, where are you? I'm here. Jensen? Uh, uh. We're down here. Come come here. 
I, I've got Jensen. And I, uh, uh, there's no light, or the light is very faint, um, just faint enough for me to kind of see an outline of Jensen and, um, and, and see my book that happened to, um, slip out of my hands. And I, uh, reach for the book as, uh, you start coming back down from the ravine. Look, I, I will not make it. In fact, I must admit something. I conjured these things. I conjured these things. I, I stole. will not forgive this. They will not. Give me the book. No. Never. This this book is mine. You you can't have it. It's it's mine. I will see to it that this book remains with me the evil. The evil one. What I have brought upon us all. And I go to stab Silk. And I rolled one one and one six. I also rolled a six. As you go to stab Silk, another voice echoes down the passageway. Silk. Van. Dark. My friends, are you still alive? And when you hear this voice, your aim is just not what it used to be before you lost your leg. You miss a vital organ. Okay, gotcha. And well, you do... You don't have to hit me. You do stab <laughs> Silk in the right shoulder. The voice is one that all three of you recognize. Torsten. Ah, he... He stabbed me! You fucker! Give me my book. Torsten, help me. Twas my book. Van. Taken from me. It's just my book. And I try to grab the book from him. Roll a conflict. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got two sixes, three sixes with my hope die, six, six, six. and no one. <gasps> three sixes. Wow. Okay. What did yeah. you roll? How I, only, I only had one six. And so I take the book and I say, leave me. Leave me to my doom. <laughs> I've made my way down the ravine, and I slide next to him, and I just start throwing punches right at his face. Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll a conflict roll. <laughs> just four. Yep. A Plus your hope dice. Yeah. 
I got a six, a five, and a one. So everybody take away a dice. And you can only use one brink per scene, right? Because this is all the same scene. You can use your brink. I can? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tark has seen me kill somebody with my bare hands over an argument. Wow. A small argument. A such small as a argument. <sighs> oh, wow. And it's burning. Oh, yeah. I slide up next to Jensen. And I just start pummeling my fist downward into his face. Over and over and over again. <laughs> I'm breaking his nose. I'm busting his teeth out. I'm punching the front of his throat. Sick Silk is like taking steps back in fear. My teeth are grit and there's blood all over my face as I continue to pummel downward. Until no noise is coming from him. But my fists continue. I'm enraged. I take the book and run and just flee in fear. And I'm screaming as you're fleeing. You did this! You brought this on us! You killed our people! This was all you! We would have been fine! We could have got out! You brought this evil on us! I try scrambling out of the ravine. Conflict. Failure. You failed, and you're choosing not to burn a... Correct. Yeah. Okay. Put out a candle, please. One thing we all know for sure. It is dark. And you are horrified. There are now four candles left on the table. You all, in any order you choose, will say one truth. Silk will look down as if magic... It is not the book in his hands, but the spear he ripped from his shoulder. The moonlight at the end of the tunnel seems a lot dimmer. The singing begins anew. And And we we are alive. Well, most. Ish. (laughs) Ish. Okay. Silk tries his best to get out of the ravine and instead he runs into a figure one of course that he recognizes and that called to him from the other side of the ravine oh yeah van unleashes all the pent-up rage and aggression that he has inside of him on the now limp form of jensen the singing has begun again from seemingly the same voice and coming not from the way you came and not from the other side of the ravine but coming from the hole where the moonlight is shining through. Andrew You can take narrative control of Torsten if you would like. Silk sees Torsten and... Uh, Torsten, I, uh... And then he looks in his hand and sees the spear. What? What? My book? Where? 
He looks down in the ravine and sees Van still hulking over the body, um, faintly, just shapes. Van's gone crazy. Jensen's dead. He brought all this on us, Torsten. Where were you? We can't go towards the light. We can't go towards the light. We have to. We should have listened to you. Why? Why can't we? There is nothing left of us. You have Tark's spear. Yes. (laughs) I tried to warn you all. Follow me. Get Van. And I'm making my way out of the ravine, like kind of slowly and kind of wobbling, a little left to right, just kind of coming out of a daze. This fury, grit of my teeth, my eyebrows are clenched. I'm, I am sh- not cowering, but definitely showing, like my uh, left eye is always on you. Like, my blonde braids are like soaked with red. I want to say I get to the top of the ravine and I just kind of shake it and I'm still like breathing heavily, but I'm kind of like, I see Silk and I see Torsten and I'm a little confused, but, but I start, I shake my head and I, I just, we, we gotta go. We, uh, I'm holding the spear, um, pointed towards the, the light, um, but uh, like ready to move in any direction if anyone attacks me. Are you all deciding to follow Torsten? Yes. Torsten, give me a, a conflict roll. Uh, you should have four regular dice. Should I not use? Whoops. Um, that's fine. You, that's fine. You can keep using it. Gone forever. One die gone to the darkness. All right. I rolled one one, but it was my hope die and two sixes. Okay. You retain narrative control. Torsten looks to Silk and says. My bow and arrow. I I lost them. Can, can I use the spear? You can use your knife. And I kind of... Uh, it's right here. I have it. Ah, great. Hand them to me. We will need them if we need to get out. But I give you the spear, and I pull out my knife. And I grab the spear, and I, I look at you, and I'm, I'm a little taken aback because I didn't expect you to trust me and I just hand over shakily the bow and the quiver Torsten takes them, knocks an arrow puts the quiver on his back I feel a lot better are you ready? ready as I'll ever be are any of us do any of us have a torch at the moment? Where we've been going by the moonlight, right? There, there is faint moonlight, and the torch that is at the bottom of the ravine is still glowing very faintly. It's pretty much just embers right now, and, but you can see it. And Torsten came from a tunnel? Torsten came from the other side of the ravine. And what's on this side? The moonlight. This side is where they were. Like the, You can climb up out of the ravine, and there's the moonlight that's shining up about 15 feet above the tunnel. And that's where the singing has come from. The other side of the ravine, none of you really know what's down there. Torsten didn't have a torch. He's mm-hmm. just been making his way through the darkness. we got to make our way there. We need a torch, though. They're afraid of the stuff and very susceptible to flames. 
have been heading towards this moonlight this whole time, but I am not ready. I don't know. I want to lead you all, but I don't think I can. But that's the way out. We have to get out. But the singing, the singing always follows something horrible. Get a grip of yourself. There's only one way out, and we've got to charge through it. All right. I will go down for the torch. I'll back your play. And Torsten slides down the ravine for the torch. Okay, conflict roll. And I'm like right, kind of right behind him. Okay. I rolled one six. Wow. I have three twos, one four on my hope die, and one one. So that's it. Put a candle And you out. have nothing to burn. I so literally have nothing left. Someone put out a candle. Seen in. Micah's turn. Micah. It just got three times darker. All right. Starting with Micah and then going to me. We will say two truths and then the final. Torsten has the book. Unbeknownst to the other two, Torsten begins to find the singing soothing comforting and And we we are alive Torsten has the book no one else has yet noticed and he also begins to feel warm and comfortable the singing is no longer as horrifying as it once was what do you all do Torsten, where where do we go? We can't, we can't go without light. Should we try the ravine for the the torch? What do we have? I can make another. Um, well, we have, I do have the end of my old torch. Uh, Well, give me that one. It's, it's only half though. Here, I give it to you. And I take it and I begin, like, striking the flint over it and trying to get another flame. Okay, yeah, roll a conflict roll. With hope. That's a one, a six, and a four. Okay. Uh, So I also rolled one six. Everyone get rid of one of their dice, or just set it to the side. Uh, You did not fail, but I do take narrative control. You strike the torch, and it lights, and that's it. Yeah. So, so you, like, you do have a light. Yeah. That does. It doesn't have to be dramatic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you just so have like a light. three hours of light. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Good. Oh, thank God. We have light. I got it. We can go now. Come on. We have to move. Well, Torsten, where, where do we go? Where did you come from? It is time. Why are you smiling? It is time. We will reach the surface now. Oh, God, yes. We've made it. Come on. Good. Where? Let's go. I will help you climb. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and I start. I 
start climbing up onto his hands and trying to like get up. So Torsten's okay. going to boost. Um, um, well, one of you make a conflict roll. You decide. I'll go. Uh, Torsten's going to boost Van up toward the moonlight, the 15 foot high light in the tunnel. Okay. And I got one six, one two. Ooh. And I hit one of the candles with my hope. Uh, five. Success. Nice. Oh, yeah. five. So all uh, success. I did roll two sixes. So. Ooh. Uh, it's still success. Yep. Uh, you boost Van successfully into the ceiling. But he is ripped from your hands. <laughs> and dragged <laughs> through the opening. He does not die. Nothing. Uh, we don't know what happens to him just yet. But he is dragged through the, the hole in the ceiling. Holy shit. While, while you're reaching, I see the book... Uh, at the top of your bag. Okay. Roll conflict roll. To see, okay. To uh, see. Well, I assume you're going to grab for it, right? Uh, I no, I didn't. I, yeah, I am. Mm. I, that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to okay. go for it. So, I, and I try to grab it. Okay. A six and a one, baby. Wow. Dang. I also rolled a six. So you take control, but we all lose one dice. <laughs> As he's as he's standing there in awe of still Torsten is he doesn't really seem worried about the fact that Van just got dragged up into the ceiling. He just really wants to find that singing. And when you reach up for the for the book, you do grab it and then you hear a behind you. Behind me? Yep. Okay. If I may, who has the torch? You did. I did, right? Yep. Okay. Oh, shit. There's still faint moonlight, but... Uh-huh. Right. But I definitely did have a torch. That is correct. Okay. And, Silk, what it looks like to you, it looks as if I am aiming an arrow directly at your head. Uh, I'm going to duck, drop down, hold it, clutching the book in my both of my arms against my chest. Before you even duck, though, I am releasing an arrow straight past your ear. Oh. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and roll a conflict roll. A six. And, and a six. six. Two sixes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So you, I, I just got one six. Uh, oh, but yeah. before you state what happens narratively, we go to Van. Oh, cool. <laughs> Van, you have been, you know what these creatures look like. One has you, mm-hmm. and you know it has you. You have a spear, and you have a torch in your hand. You see this room. You see the room that you are in because you are not outside. And what you see is a vast, almost completely open area that's filled with knee-deep water and has bits and pieces of moss hanging from the ceiling. At the other end of the room is an open hole, and you can see some starlight out of that hole. You know that that is the outside. However, this thing and the voice that is singing in this room has you. What do you do? Uh, 
Oh, uh. I start swinging the torch wildly right. as best I can. Roll a conflict. That's a two. Oh. That's a five. Success. Oh. Okay. Nice. Uh, I did roll two sixes, so. It's a five on my hope die. That's why it was a success. Okay. So what happens as you're waving this torch wildly, you actually catch the thing on fire that's holding you. <gasps> yes. And when it drops you, your torch falls into the water. When you fall into the water, you look up and silhouetted in the moonlight is something so horrifying that it leaves you speechless. <gasps> Going back to the other two. So, like, before Silk can react, Silk, you just feel an arrow whiz by your ear, and it sticks into the chest of an eight-foot creature. Its claws are the first thing I see come into the moonlight. That's the end of my success. It grabs its chest and backs up further into the darkness, but does not die. Silk, you must go now. I scramble and climb up your arm. Okay. I attempt to lift him. I'll, here, I'll, I'll do so the So who conflict. should roll? I'll do the conflict. Roll. Okay. Yeah, go for, go for it. Oh, no, no. Let me. I'm the let, most me hum- let me. Oh. Okay. All right. I got one six. And I got one one. So I'm going to um, burn my brink. Wow. Go for Um, it. Oh, man. It's so much brighter in here. (laughs) It's insane. All right. So say that last sentence again. So so they have seen me with extra food in my pack, and I throw my pack, making me lighter. I hope as I drop the bag. Nope, another one. Wow. Okay. So it's gotta go. Someone please darken a candle. Oh yeah. Yes. I got uh, it. Taylor's turn. I darken the one closest to me. Uh you are all down to two die now. And I place the glass over the flame. It's going. It's going. And it's out. Smoke. There are two candles left. Therefore, you all have two regular die left. Taylor, will you give me a die, please? Yep. Thank you. Taylor, why don't you say our truth? Okay. In my attempt to burn the beast, the beast caught flame along with all the moss. And And we we are are alive. From this point forward, I'm setting it at two candles, even though it's only supposed to be at one. There will be a chance of dire conflicts. And dire conflicts can result in anything. On a fail, anything can happen. So, much of the moss, all of the moss burns up in this room. Van sees before him what looks to be a 15 foot tall emaciated old 
wrinkled woman with long, wiry limbs, an elk head, and long, tangled hair. She looks down on you and says, Now we move back down to the other two. You have begun scrambling up to the hole. I drop my bag and try climbing, careless of whatever I'm leaving behind. The thing, the creature that was in the darkness, his claw, its claw, reaches out just far enough into the moonlight to snatch that bag and drag it back toward itself. And if you two so choose, it does give you time to scramble up into the hole. I scramble up into the hole just being selfish and and not even caring about anybody but myself, just like lifting myself, going as hard as fast as I can. Okay. Yes, Torsten goes up toward the moonlight. You both see this creature. Taylor, make a dire conflict roll. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Do I still have two die? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Six, three, and a four. I also got a six. This thing has you in its claws. It's holding you up and says, It's so nice of you to join me for dinner. Let me go. Let me, let me go. Just a nibble. That's all I ask. Freely given, it might spare your life. Please, please, please don't, please. What, what are you? Me. I am your elder young man. I want to see this and jump and dive at him uh, with my uh, dagger. Okay. Uh, make a conflict roll. I got two sixes. I got a one and a five. <sighs> so one die goes away. No. Do you have anything that you can burn? No. That That's the end of the scene. Okay. That's oh. it. Someone please snuff a candle. All right. I am putting out the second to last candle. The penultimate <gasps> candle. Oh, it's my going. God. It's so dark it's, in here. Oh, my God. There is now only one tea light candle left. Oh, shit. And And we we are are alive. alive.
this thing, this creature, this beast takes a bite of Van. <laughs> ripping into his shoulder and then throwing him aside like used garbage. <coughs> Silk misses, is horrified by the sight. Torsten, you've witnessed everything that has happened so far, and you hear noises beneath you through the hole. What do you do? I clutch the book, and I scramble back up against a wall, holding the book with both hands against my chest, and I begin to sob against the wall. get up and I'm crying and tears are streaming down my face but my mind has broke and I raise my spear and I charge in at the beast okay roll a conflict roll as he's charging the beast Torsten looks to Silk and, and Torsten smiles we all brought this upon ourselves haven't we brother I don't know I don't know what you're talking about so I got two sixes I got one six okay <sighs> you rush her with a spear And against all odds, you stab her through, straight through the chest, and she screams. was looking directly at Silk and he had crazed eyes and he lifts his hand and two of his fingers are missing and the rocks fall on his head and he's, he's just crushed. Oh, fuck. Oh. This crushes Torsten and the beast beneath him. All of them. The elder beast screams continuously and begins thrashing in her death throes. Van, in his last act, shows the moonlight his bloody smile and his body begins convulsing. He drops the spear. looks up at Silk rushes over 
and begins to beat him to death with his bare hands. Silk puts uh, the book up in between him and Van and protects his face um, with the book. Um, Roll a dire conflict. I got two sixes, but... I failed. Okay. Silk reaches up with the book and tries to block. Van pummels and pummels and pummels and continuously beats against Silk with his fists until Silk moves no more. The book lays there unopened against Silk's chest. Van stumbles backwards. Stumbles, stumbles, stumbles. And falls, sitting in the water. Foam coming out of his mouth. His limbs begin elongating. His eyes change color. And he slowly rises. A tribe of ice giants outside hear this commotion and come to investigate. When they see what horror has been created beneath the earth, they seal it with stone. An indetermined amount of time later, conceivably hundreds of years. The earth shakes. A crack forms. And a voice drifts down through the hole. Galen. Galen, come. Look at what has just opened in my office. My name is Silk. I shouldn't be here. I wasn't supposed to come on this expedition. Curse you, brother. But I'm here, and we'll make the best of it. I don't know what we are going to do, but we're trapped. And we're going to do the best we can to make it back to the village. Mother, if you find this, and I haven't made it home, I love you. Hella, my love for you burns eternally. I hope to join you in the final light. Always talk. My name is Van. I came here for a simple hunting trip. And this has gotten too out of hand. We weren't supposed to be in these caves. I was only supposed to be gone for half a day. Father, if I don't make it back, 
I hope you can handle the tanning stand without me. And the final candle. It's going. It's going. And it's out. Thank you all for joining us. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh.